Hey friend, we just wanted to pop over and remind you of all of the freebies that we have on our website at hustlehumblypodcast.com slash resources. There are quite a few on there. They work for buyers and sellers, for your business, all different things you might need and all for free. Mm -hmm. Alyssa, which one is your favorite? My favorite freebie is the due diligence checklist. Oh, that's a good one and Mm -hmm. so impactful for your buyers. Mm -hmm. It's a great email template. It's a really good one. Uh, My favorite is probably staging checklist. Mm -hmm. I want my sellers to have those houses looking good. Yes, yes. So head over and see which ones you would like to download or get them all. Enjoy. A house came up. (laughs) I'm like, no, it's perfect for my client. Oh my word. I love when you're trying to sort through something. So let's hear it. Right. But some of them haven't just started. They're just not worth anything. We Hi, y'all. Welcome to Hustle Humbly. It's Alyssa and Katie, and we are two top producing realtors in the Baton Rouge market. We work for two different companies where we should be competitors, but we have chosen community over competition. The goal of our podcast is to encourage you to find your own way in business. So stop comparing yourself and start embracing your strengths. Hi, Alyssa. Hey, Katie. How are you? Good. Great. It's episode 111. Before we dive into our topic today, (laughs) tell us, what have you got? I'll update you on the flip house. Oh, oh, thank goodness. I want, this is what we call the follow the the flip. flip. Follow the flip. What did you say? You had said something good. The flip Flip report. report. I like that too. Okay. Um, Okay. So we had come to an agreement on price. Okay. Uh, come to find out there's seven heirs. Oh, my. They all had to agree? Yes. How did that go? Everything went fine, except there was one there's always older a holdout. lady there's who was a, a nun. <gasps> She's the, a nun. The nun just... She was like, I want all the... What's she going to even no, do with she, it? She, she, didn't, she ended up being just fine, but she did take the longest to figure Maybe out she was the, just sorting through her feelings about a, the mother's passing. Maybe. Yes. Okay. And figuring out the electronic signature. Oh, my. Well, that I could could believe. getting seven people to figure out the electronic signature. They all had to sign? There wasn't an executor? Nope. Wow. wow. Nope. Nope. So um, I had the purchase agreement. Like, I had written it on a Monday and put until Friday. Okay. You gave To have everybody to sign it. Right. Uh-huh. And we didn't meet that deadline. Oh, no. And then we passed the deadline that it takes. To, that I had put for even a close date. <gasps> for them to sign? They still yeah, hadn't like, got it signed? Yes. <laughs> oh. So I finally sent the contract to the title company. I said, look, obviously this is not a complete contract. None of the dates are right. Nothing's right because no, not everybody has signed. Right. Um. So, but I have got to figure out what we should do because these people are all over the country. Right. They don't live here. And the good old title company just stepped in and saved mobile no. notaries to all these people. Really? And they got power of attorney for one person oh, here. Lord. And they just handled everything. Mm. A good title company. <laughs> A good title company will do that. So thank you, Commerce Title. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> um, so they handled getting all the heirs to sign okay. over power of attorney. Meanwhile, I had gotten an estimate on Windows. Okay. And it came out to be like $10,000 and some change. Okay. The house has over 20 windows. There's wow. a sunroom that so has lots of windows. tons of windows. Okay. 
I had budgeted on my Excel spreadsheet for 15. 15 windows? 15,000. Oh, 15,000. Cool. So I was pleasantly surprised. You're like, okay, 10 sounds Great. good. Great, wonderful. Mm-hmm. It is going to be a 12-week turnaround. I've had this on my new construction as well. Yes. So just between the <laughs> so shortage. So you very bravely ordered the windows pre-closing. I called the title company. I said, listen, do you – if it was you, do you – is there any reason you would not? Right. And she was like, no. Just, I've talked to everybody. They're all fine. They're all fine. They're all going to sign. We have appointments made. It's good. It's fine. So I was like, like, I mean, I didn't feel great about it, but I also like have to get this done. Well, windows are such a hot commodity. Maybe you could have flipped them if you needed to. (laughs) Right? Like, (laughs) yeah, I got these windows. Yeah. I mean, the windows on this house are terrible. Okay. They're super old aluminum. Oh, yeah. You need Look like a prison window. (laughs) Like they really don't look good. Okay. It needs new windows, especially if I'm going to paint it navy. Right, right. I need bright white, like. So you got white windows. Fresh windows, yeah. Did you get them with panes? This is like getting too deep into this, but. I don't think so. I think just Just clean. Just plain. Clean windows. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Um, So that's been ordered and we did get to close this morning. Okay. And it was just a really, it's an older couple and I just like them. Oh. Like they were really sweet. Are they happy that you They are happy. Taking it on? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Um, they they do feel like it was a good thing for everybody. Great. That they didn't have to worry about the yard and worry about getting everything Utilities done and photo and ready. Jazz. Yeah. That being said, this past weekend we had the hurricane. Right. Uh, the house is fine from what we could see. Good news, um, you hadn't actually closed yet, so you right. would have had a moment there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm having some trouble getting the utilities transferred over. I can imagine. You can't exactly call Intergy right now. They're busy. Very busy. Super busy. So I'm meeting the contractor out there today at 2 o'clock okay. to start game. I mean, we I've met him there once before for mm-hmm. a walkthrough, but he's going to start like demoing. And... I'll tell you what people are going to ask. Okay. How did you find the contractor? You've used him before, correct? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and he's not someone that I'm going to share his name a bunch. Right. Because you need him. Uh, yes. Available. I need him available um, all the time. Right. And he does a lot for me. And he kind of is like, don't, like he doesn't have the capacity for me to give him all right. the referrals. You keep him all the busy he needs to be. Yes. Makes sense. Um, And so I know that's going to be a question people ask because I have already been asked. Tell me who it is. Who is he? Um, But he he was a guy that my client used. Uh Uh-huh. And I I just became – I got to know him through my client. Right. And he's a hard worker. Right. And also take care of him. Right. You've sent him up to Tennessee. Yes. So he went to Tennessee. Right. Lived in my cabin for yeah. two weeks and renovated like it. He oh, loves it. Great. And then he went back uh, in the spring this year. I have eight sliding glass doors mm-hmm. in the cabin. It's a three. It's uh-huh. three stories. Right. So there's all these balconies everywhere. And he replaced all the sliding glass oh. doors. So he went and stayed for two weeks and, and did that. Did that. I'm and sure he loves that. While he was there, I said, anything you see, anything. So he... You painted, just fixed stuff? Touched up, painted. Love it. Inspected all the plumbing, fixed any wow. leaks. Um, painted the ceiling in the pool table room. Apparently, the pool sticks were oh. putting the chalk on the ceiling like, on accident. Got it. So anyways, he's, he's a gym. He's wonderful. Um, and I also like try to, when I give him small jobs, like pay him for it to be worth his time. Yeah. To keep him around. It's hard. Yeah. Right. 
So, because uh, some, if I don't have something, sometimes I'm like, hey, do you want to come do an accent wall in my office? <laughs> like, I'm trying Please. to keep him busy. Because You're trying to I keep him keep... employed by you. Yes. Got it. Yes. So, because I, I know how hard it is to find good help. Right. So, um, he will be starting work. We're not removing any walls or anything. Okay. Um, but you're redoing the cabinets in the kitchen. Yes, like kitchen and bathrooms are going to be like gutted. gutted down to the studs. Okay. The sunroom has tile ceilings. We're going to put like a pretty bead board pretty. up there, okay. make it a really pretty sunroom. And this is a – tell us more about the actual house. Two-bedroom, one-bath? Yes. Yeah, so it's a two-bedroom, two-bath two bath. Okay. with a big sunroom, uh-huh. a huge living room, a formal dining room. So okay. even though it's two-bedroom – it's over 2,000 square oh feet. Oh, my gosh. It's huge. It's a big house. It's not a tiny house. Oh. Yeah. I've got to get in there and see this be thing. Be thinking. Be thinking. I, my, I was really hoping to be able to do a big open floor plan. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, there is a utility closet in the middle of the house okay. between the kitchen and the living room that has the electrical panel, yeah, the water heater, and the AC. Too much work. You, like, I don't even know that it would actually be feasible possible even okay. i mean you would really money have to. everything can be done it just takes money oh, i can't i would just not even want to see that bill i am getting the air conditioner hvac whole thing totally replaced okay I'll like have duct to check. work and the whole thing um some ducts yes okay. because some of the ducts are in the walls right now yeah and they have to be rerouted to come out the ceiling yeah. so we have to redo okay some duct work cuz we want the kitchen cabinets to go all the way to the ceiling but right uh-huh. now they have that over uh what do you call it oh there's a word fur down yes yes um that has the vents in it so yeah. we have to redo some of that um so yeah okay that's I'm your excited. full update? Mm-hmm. That's my full update. And thus concludes <clears throat> the flip report. Yes. We, we will come back see. and hear next week what the progress is. <laughs> okay, great. So this episode is uh, number 111, and it's called Seller's Market Shenanigans. Shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> I started with struggles, but I like shenanigans better. Yes, there are definitely some shenanigans, shenanigans. going on out there, well, Katie. That's what we're here to talk about, <laughs> the outrageous, ridiculous, and desperate behavior associated with this seller's market. It brings out the worst in some people. I'll say. It really brings out the worst in some people. We have already done an episode on multiple offers not all that long ago, mm-hmm. and it really gets into the logistics of winning a multiple offer, mm-hmm. like what people are doing in these situations. Mm-hmm. But we just want to talk about the, well, mostly agent bad behavior. Yes, that we're seeing. That I, honestly, I still to this day, 16 years deep, am shocked when agents behave unethically, badly, <laughs> when they are when they lie. I'm like, what, what are they doing? No. I just, it in my consciousness, never occurs to me to do these things. I know. I just is not who I am at the core. So when they do it, I'm like, what? How could you do this? Why would you even consider this? I know. Also, I believe in karma. Mm-hmm. And these people are going to get some karma. Oh, <laughs> I shared this on my uh, Instagram <laughs> and I saved it because I wanted to read it. Dear listing agents, mm-hmm. in 20 years when the market shifts, I like how they put 20 years. Uh, you mean I like wonder, five, five yeah, minutes, five right, months? Right. I wonder how long it's actually going to be. I don't in know. In 20 years when the market shifts, buyer's agents will remember how you've been acting lately. 
We won't forget. We won't. The buyer's agents will not. But I'll you know remember. The, ba- the bad <clears throat> behavior is on both sides. I know. It is not the listing. And look, we have talked about how difficult it is to be a buyer's agent in these times and how difficult it is to be a listing agent. I mean, it is a lot to filter through multiple offers. It yep. takes a lot of time. You can't always be as... Um, communicative as maybe you wish that you could be with every agent and hold their hand and make sure that everyone is addressed. And, you know, it's tough. Yeah. But the, and the same thing for the buyer's agents, it's really hard losing deal after deal and working with the same buyer for months on end because you can't Mm -hmm. win, Mm -hmm. you know, for whatever reason, an FHA loan or, you know, just because you're always in multiple offers and maybe your buyers don't want to pay over list or can't pay an appraisal gap or all this jazz. Like I get that it's tough, Mm -hmm. but it just does not excuse bad behavior. Right. All right. Do you have um, an example of some bad behavior for us? I have a really sad story that I'm still angry about. I love when you're trying (laughs) to sort through something. So let's hear it. This was my closing that I had on Friday. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. It's supposed to be Friday, but hurricane and did you, things happen. Is it closed now? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> we we did close. And so the house comes on the market. Okay. My buyers had flooded in May. Oh my. So their house is flooded and gutted and they are living with his daughter. Okay. So bad situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're ready to get out. Everybody needs their space. They're looking for a house. Right. An investor is buying their flooded and gutted so home. So they don't have to worry about that. So that's going fine. Um, so this house comes on the market. We've already lost several homes okay. because their price point is a good price point. It's just very popular. Competitive. So this house comes on the market for two seventy eight, and we offer two seventy eight. Okay. We were not in multiple offers, right. but felt, I said felt like fair. I said, listen, we have lost. This house is going to sell. Just do, do it. Do you like it? This is where we are. <laughs> do you want this house? Do you want it? Okay, let's write it up. So we just write up a clean, lovely offer. Oh, gosh. And submit it, and it gets accepted. Great. Wonderful. House appraises for 250 Holy smokes. I did not see that coming, and I don't think it was fair. Okay. And neither did my buyer. I think it should have appraised somewhere between 265 and 269 Okay. At least. So okay. still maybe 10000 less than what we were so, under contract for. Yes. Okay. So I submit an appraisal just, and the seller's like, well, well, the listing agent's like, well, we'll just put it back on the market. Like, we're not coming down. Like, the next buyer can get an appraisal. And I'm just like, they're so confident, you know? Right. Not even willing to work. Were your people with a loan? Yes. What type? So they were going conventional, thank okay. goodness. And they did have a large down payment because okay. of the house they were selling flooded right. and gutted. Okay. So they were putting a good amount down, like like almost 50% down. Unfortunate that they needed an appraisal. Yes. I actually said that to my – so that's kind of where my thoughts were with this yeah. was we could have waived the appraisal if we would have gone with this other lender. But then what's the point anyway? Right. Like – you know what I mean? If you wanted to know the value and they wanted to feel like they were paying market value. Yes. Got it. Now we have an appraisal. So we feel like we're getting taken advantage of because. Uh, yeah. Right. Okay. So I did an appraisal dispute. Okay. Appraiser was like, nope, I stand by my value. And I said, <gasps> how? The house next door. It's the same. It's a cookie cutter neighborhood. They're all the exact same. 
Oh, no. Why would this one be worth Did the so much listing less? agent assist in the trying to dispute the appraisal? No. Carry no. on. And she was not patient during the process either. Okay. And just kind of like, I mean, tell us if we need to put it back on the market. Tell us. Like, I don't have time for and this. And I'm like, give me a minute. We're all upset here. They love the house that my buyers are devastated. <sighs> so the when the appraiser said he's not changing, mm-hmm. I said, would you ask your seller what her number would be? It, can she come down at all? And then we will decide if we're going to move forward. Okay. We're under contract for 278. She comes back. 276. <laughs> wow. I was Thanks like, so much. I was just so aggravated. And I advised, I told my people, I said, I am not in the business of advising you to overpay this much over appraisal. But at the same time, I do think there are comps that would support this. And you told them what you thought the appraisal should have should been. Should have been. So it's really like 10000 over. That not they'd be the paying full, over the market value. Yeah, not the full like twenty eight or whatever. Right. And he said, Alyssa, we need a home. Right. We're exhausted. We're in duress. We're in duress. Yeah. We're going to, this is our last home. We've got to do this. We're going to die in this home. And when our kids sell it one day, it doesn't matter if they sell it for 250 because there's equity in the home because we're putting enough right. down. Right. We're, thank you for trying to save us money, but we, we have to move forward. Right. And it just upset me because like their hands are tied. For sure. And this seller's market right. has done this. Yeah. So I said, okay. So I emailed the listing agent and just said, we are moving forward. At the 276. (laughs) Here's the addendum. Thanks. Thanks for for nothing. nothing. Thanks for nothing. So then we were supposed to close and the hurricane happens. Okay. And it it got delayed until Tuesday of last week. Okay. We show up Tuesday morning for the final walkthrough. The buyers look rough and just tired, and they tell me that their daughter lost power during the hurricane, doesn't have a generator. Oh, dear. They've been sleeping there. The husband, um, he is an older man, too. He has a CPAP machine. Mm -hmm. He went and slept in their flooded and gutted house. Because it had power? Because it had power, and he needed to plug in his CPAP machine. Oh, my word. And they were like, it's okay. We just have to do this like one more night because we're going to close on Tuesday. No, no. We are at the final walkthrough and the lender calls and says, we're not closing today. They have to reinspect the property because of the, because hurricane. Of the hurricane. And anything that has not closed has to be reinspected before we can close. So By who? The mean appraiser? They let me do it. Oh, thank goodness. They let me do it. They let me send in photos of... You know, the front, the sides, and the backs for underwriting. Okay. So I did. But we didn't get to close until Friday. Mm -hmm. So the wife starts crying. The husband goes and gets in the car and doesn't get out the car. Doesn't say anything. Oh, dear. So I'm like, okay. And the, the house is empty. It's clean. It has power. I call the listing agent. I said, listen... I told them the story. I said, listen, he slept in his flooded and gutted home because the daughter that they are staying with, they don't have power. I told her everything. Can they move in? Tell me the rent amount and I will pay the three days of rent. Yeah. How much is it? How? 
I don't think my seller's going to feel comfortable with this. I said, well, why don't you call and find out? She, well, this, all these stories that you keep coming up with. I said, they are not stories. stories. This is the truth. There was a hurricane. Are you surprised? What? And she just, it's like every time I called her to tell her an update, even if it was a positive update, she had this, oh, well, I don't know if I believe you attitude about her. What and I'm like, do? what's your problem? You were not involved in any kind of sketchy multiple offer situation. No. I said, listen, there is no story. This is the truth. This is what's happening. Wait, like, you're like, listen to me. Yeah, I said, and my buyers are paying 30000 over appraised value in a few days in the air conditioner would be a huge help for them. And what? No? No. She never let them move Did in. Did she even talk I to them? I don't even know if she talked to her seller. Put it this way. I know she didn't talk to her seller that day because the next day she said, do you have any update from my lender? I would like to know before I call my seller to discuss possible early occupancy. I'm like, you didn't even call yesterday. I don't even know where he's been sleeping at this point. Poor guy. It was, and you can't find a hotel. No. I was just so angry. I wanted to tell them, y'all, we are not signing this extension. Let's walk and tell them to go. Yeah. But... We couldn't but do that. Karma. We couldn't. But karma. We couldn't do that. Karma will come back for that. I was so angry. But what was the point of not even asking? I don't know if she ever asked. I do honestly you don't know, know this agent. Have I have done worked? one. I did one transaction with her. One of my first transactions ever, and she wasn't super nice then. Did you do something back then that she's been holding? I think she's just a different personality. I think uh. she's just. I'm so sorry that happened. But I, I mostly for your buyer, I was just angry. Like, Fair. we are in a place where half of the city can we help is each other out? out? Yes. Like, can't we help? There are addendums that cover liability and in any any concern you could have. I even told her. I said, "What is your?" I said, "What does your seller want? Five thousand dollar deposit? I'll put it down. I'll get it back at closing, but I'll put it down." That's how confident I feel. Nope. No. Mm -mm. Wow. <sighs> I, I, I'm very sorry that happened. It was terrible. That is outrageous behavior. Seller market struggles. Struggles, shenanigans, and outrageous behavior. Okay. How about I'll read you mine? Because okay. you were like, do you have a story? I'm like, no, I don't think so. And they're like, yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, sure do. I listed a house, I don't know, one month ago. It hasn't even closed yet. So it's still in process. Um, I, multiple offers. Okay. Not like a million, but a couple. And um, the the seller makes a choice. One offer had an escalation clause. Okay. And great terms. And mm -hmm. so that's the one we took. Wonderful. Great. <laughs> made, made perfect sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, good news. None, none buyers were represented by me. Okay. So I'm not, it, it was two different buyer's agents. I send a text to the losing agent <laughs> and I said, just sent you an email response um, on your offer. The seller did decide to go with another offer. Happy to hold your offer as backup. Thank you for your hard work. Very pleasant. I think that sounds fine. This is my response. I cannot believe. 
Very <laughs> difficult to believe that my client was not selected. This process should be more open and a document should have been sent saying that we had multiple offers. I am not, all caps, happy. <laughs> Why my client was not selected. I want an explanation that makes sense. Mm-mm. Here is me. That makes sense. <laughs> it took me a hot minute before I could respond, I will say, because I was pretty like caught off guard. I'm like, well, wait a minute. You were the first offer. So when I got actually, no, no, no. You were the second offer. So when you were making the offer, I told you, we have an offer on the table. Mm-hmm. Please only send your highest and best. Right. Only. You're competing. She tried to get me on the t- telephone at that time before they made the offer to tell her what the other offer was. And I was like, <laughs> no, I, you know, please. She's like, well, what about this? Is this going to work? Is this going to work? I should have known. I'm like, listen, <laughs> just please make your highest and best offer. Okay. Okay. And so I said, after I br- did some deep breathing exercises, <laughs> I understand your frustration. That is not how I, originally I wanted to answer much differently, but I said, I understand your frustration. I did let you know we had multiple offers and to send your highest and best. The offer the seller chose was a higher price. That's Great. All, that's all I said. This is the response that really gets me. Oh, no. Hmm. Hmm. We'll <laughs> see. I doubt it. For 2000 more, I will check this sale. For 2000 more? What difference does it make? Why would they choose one that was lower if they, if you're- Why are you being sassy with me? Oh, man. I understand that you're a upset because you wanted your buyer to get it but but truly there is no reason why my seller wouldn't choose the highest offer highest and best and only two thousand over list price right now is not that impressive (laughs) well no 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 no. she meant their offer was only going to be two thousand both offers were quite a bit over list oh okay but she meant theirs was only going to be two thousand over hers i'm like two thousand is two thousand right if it was a thousand something has to be something has to be the determining detail right that says i will take your offer i just couldn't believe how sassy she was about it and i'm like but this is how it works I felt kind of bad the other day because <laughs> I was the listing agent. Yeah, and you had to be uh, the, the, yeah. the bearer of bad news. <laughs> so we have a showing on this listing. And I will say it's not a new listing. And okay. it has sat there for a little longer than I thought it would. Okay. But this agent shows it and is calling me. Do you have any offers? Do you? Ha-? I said, nope, we don't have any offers Good right news. now. Good news. You're mm-hmm. not competing. So she's like, my buyer loves it. I'm going to send you an offer like right now. I said, wonderful. I can't wait. Thank you so much. Perfect. So she sends me an offer. The house is only 200000 Okay. It comes in 30000 under Whoa. what we're asking. And my seller said, Alyssa, it's so far from what we're we don't able know what to, to do. do. We don't want to counter. This is a common occurrence. And I said, I understand. I said, but look, I think we should counter. Because I always think, even if you counter at full Just price, keep conversation I think that going. you should right. counter. Okay. And he said, no. He, he's an not. attorney. Oh, he's like, I can He can't. said, I, I just don't care to. I said, we are just too far apart. Okay. I don't think this buyer is realistic. Right. I don't want to counter. Okay. So I said, okay, I said my piece. He does not want to counter. I can't make you. He said, he did tell me on the phone, maybe if they would come up to like 197, 196. I would consider. consider it, but we're just so far. Super far apart. So I got him to sign the rejection and I emailed it to her 
And um, I even said, look, I encouraged a counter offer. He just felt like we were way too far apart and did not want to take that advice. You're welcome to submit a new offer to maybe if your buyer is like open to paying more just to show that you were right. just feeling us out. And but if you are able to get your buyer up and would like to make a new offer, I will do my best to get you a contract together or an acceptance or okay. a counter or something. She immediately starts calling me and it's like late. I mean, she had put like a 9 p.m. response time okay. and she got it to me at five o'clock. So I emailed it to her at like 830. Right. My phone starts ringing, ringing, ringing. So I texted her back <laughs> and I said, I am having some family time. We were like watching our show. I said, I'm having some family time right now and I will not be taking phone calls. Um, and then she said, well, I guess your email answered my question anyway. She said, I can't believe that your people didn't want to counter. They could have at least countered. No, they don't have to. So I just stopped responding. And the next morning at 9 a.m., <laughs> I emailed her and said, listen, I understand you're upset that we didn't get you a counter, but I even tried to advise you as to what he said on yeah. the phone. Like, if you want to get come up a little bit, maybe I can get. But right now, it, it's too much. Too, too much. Too much. And I'm sorry. Because here, stop. She would have been equally as annoyed and yelled at you if you got a counter for 197 Yes. What is this? This isn't what? a real oh, counter. Oh what are you gosh. even bothering with yeah. this counter for? Yeah. So like some people, you just can't make happy. No, I was. we were just not going to come to an agreement. But I felt kind of bad because I made her so mad. But it, <laughs> it just was what it but was. But it is not. You weren't trying to make her mad. No, she was just mad. She was just mad. Because it's tough out there on these streets. Hello friends, we are so excited that so many of you are using the template course and the reviews are just pouring in, letting us know that it has helped your business as much as it has helped our business. Yes, listen to this review. Thank you so much for providing this wealth of information, knowledge, and template form. So far, I've used a handful and received positive feedback like, this is so professional, or I really appreciate how organized you are. I mean, can you imagine? Yeah, Your clients are there. actually going to say that. Yes. All right, here's another one. Thank you so much for this. I can't tell you how many times I've started this and how many notebooks of samples and notes I had. <laughs> I have ADHD and it is super hard to stay focused on getting it done. Having it all in one place is going to make it so nice. That is what we're here for. No, just look, you don't need to reinvent the wheel. Just yeah. use these. Yeah, nice and simple, easy, ready to go, ready for you to put your own logo on, make it sound like you. So head over to hustlehumblypodcast.com slash course slash course and check it out that's right and you're gonna enjoy them you're gonna love them you're gonna, it's gonna love change it. your life literally fired <laughs> my assistant they are the best okay, enjoy the template yes enjoy so last week um when the schools were closed after the hurricane okay tanner was working 6 p.m till 6 a.m okay so i'm kind of like single parenting it with the kids out of school right and this house comes on the market. I will also just like to say, every time a house came on the market, like when it was the day after the hurricane and nobody had power and trees were down everywhere and I saw someone listed a house, You're I'm like, like, 
why would you do that today? Yeah. Like, give us a give us a minute. <laughs> we can't work right now. I almost wanted to be like, can't we have a realtor truce? Right. You like where this when it's a holiday? No if listings. Let's not list the day before a holiday Fair. or the day of a holiday. Right. Let's save it all for like after the holiday right. has passed. Right. Um, if our city doesn't have power or gasoline. No listings. Let's not list the house. Anything that would make your buyer call you to say, let's go. Let's go look at this house. Let's not. Uh, Let's just not don't. do that right, right now. Have to. So, anyways, um, a house came up. A house came up. <laughs> and I'm like, no, it's perfect for my client. Oh my lord! Did you go show it? I actually could not. Like, like I think there's no way to do it. No, I was still like blocked in my driveway with trees. Right. I Tanner told me you do not drive again until there is gas cuz I did not fill up like I was supposed to before and I was running low. Uh, uh, I had both the kids. I didn't know what to do. So, I looked up who the listing agent was mm-hmm. and it was someone in my office I've never met her. Okay. And I just said, "Hey, it's Alyssa Jenkins." Oh, hey. Oh, we've emailed blah blah blah. I said, "I hate asking this, but you just listed this house well, what before you should have." And my clients really want to see it. it. And I cannot get there. And she's like, I live right around the corner. I'd be happy to show them. Great. And I'm like, really? She was like, sure. And she was so helpful. Oh, wonderful. And nice. I'm taking this in a different direction than everybody thought. I know. I'm like, what's happening? Nothing. Nothing. That's it. She was wonderful. She showed it. And I wrote the contract and we're pending. Delightful. And it just made me go, Oh, thank goodness. That was so You needed helpful. a win. I needed a win. I needed some kindness. But the point of it, too, is it made me realize that I haven't been experiencing a lot of <laughs> You were like, kindness. wait, why is this so weird? <laughs> yeah. Like, this shouldn't be that weird. Right. Kindness should be on a regular occurrence. Right. Yeah. But it's not. It's cutthroat out there. Yeah. And we just had an agent... Um, that was in our office and her clients really wanted to see a house that was outside of our marketplace. Okay. And she asked the listing agent if she could take a a video of the property for her. Okay. Like a quick video walkthrough. Right. Well, the listing agent was like, sure. Okay. Well, the next day, the next morning, they got an offer. So she's like, I don't need to do that. She's like, I don't need to do that. And the other agent was like upset about it. Like, well, it's your listing and you should help us and this and that. I'm like... No, they don't have to help because they don't have to. Right. And also, like, if if it was me, I would feel more comfortable with someone who's actually seen it versus a, a video walkthrough, a video that, walkthrough yeah. that you could right. back out during the home inspection if there's something quirky that you don't care for. Yeah. But that's just the market that we're in is that sometimes you can be helpful and sometimes you just can't. And right. don't need Sometimes to be. You are restricted by time, ability, situations. Yes. Like you just, although you maybe you have a, a great desire to be helpful, maybe there's something that's keeping you from that and you can't just mm-hmm. do it all. Uh, the one I saw in our local <laughs> Facebook group that really set me off on this outrageous behavior um, was I- I'm going to read the post from oh, our gosh. group. And this is maybe two weeks old. Just sharing an experience. When you get a lot of showings at once, make sure it isn't the same agent five times who already sent an offer 
they are making sure agents won't be showing your property mm-hmm. until their expiration. Mm-hmm. New low for 2021. How would you have handled it? I was absolutely floored. Oh, my god! That happened locally. Basically, the agent made an offer mm-hmm. and then proceeded and then to make And then blocked out a- showing time, basically. Yep. Wow. That is 100,000% unethical. That's terrible. And you, as a realtor, are held to a higher level of ethics. Mm-hmm. You don't do whatever it takes to... Let's write a better offer then. Right. You can write the best offer in the history of offers, but you cannot do something like block off all the appointments so that no one else can get in there to see it before your offer expires. That's bananas. Yeah, that's terrible. The other one I've heard like that is um, in another market, agents putting a padlock on a gate, like into a house so that you physically couldn't, I think that was in California, you physically couldn't get into the listing to to show it. Like it was, they locked it, (gasps) locked it up. Okay. Another one of the same vein. Um, Apparently this has happened a lot. Agents will show a property, their buyers like it, they steal the keys from the lockbox so that someone else can't show it. Mm-mm. And I'm sure they pretend, oh, whoops, I accidentally took them. Or maybe they don't. Maybe they're just like, oh, well. Yeah. Respond I, got, to my, I got the keys. Responded <laughs> to my offer. Better respond to my <laughs> offer. I mean, like, y'all, unethical, like, would never occur to me to do any of that. Mm-mm. And it's not okay. I've had a few of my signs go missing, and I find them like in the backyard, like on the back porch. Do they honestly think your like, sign is selling is that the place? What's keeping it? Yeah, good, like good that. Luck. Now you're safe. Good, good <laughs> luck trying to keep that house off the internet, which yeah. is where someone found it, not because of my sign out front. Yeah. I mean, but they really are. Do- and look, <laughs> desperate times call for desperate measures, Clearly. I guess, is their take. Clearly. Like, oh, yeah. I, I got to get this buyer under contract for something. I'm going to do anything I can. That's legal, terrible. not legal. Ethical, not ethical. I'm doing it all. Mm-mm. No. I, you know what? Because then if that's how bad it is and that's how far you have to take it, it is time to have a conversation with your buyer and say, listen, now may not be the right time for you to buy. Right. We have done everything we can. We've made offers on multiple <laughs> properties. We, You do not have the financial means to compete with the other buyers. Right. Let's take a two, a three, six-month hiatus. Come back to this. <laughs> like, excuse me, ma'am, my buyer has locked himself in your home. <laughs> Right. I can't. I, I can't cannot get, get her out. out. Yeah. She's in there. She won't leave. She's she lives here now. Oh, man. I mean, but that's like, I understand that it is crazy out there, but you cannot. I just, yeah, there's still wow. a limit to As everything. a listing agent, how would you have handled that if you saw that agent block off five hours worth of shows? I, I think I'm so naive. My initial thought would have been like, oh, are y'all bringing like family? Like, <laughs> I don't think I would have realized like a, what was like happening. A, like a block party all night long? Yeah. Like, and then when I, and then when they pointed out that it was because they didn't want others to see it, it's like, oh. <gasps> Oh my gosh, that's right. terrible! I I don't know what I hey, would have done. This is I mean, why canceled them. Yeah, I would have I would have for sure canceled them. Right. Yes. So just you can override that in the system, and then right. I would probably have to tell my seller about their bad behavior because yes, they need if, to know if we get another offer or that's also affecting the seller's yes. sale. Yes. You're affecting their ability to get multiple offers, a better price, whatever it is. Um, I just I couldn't even. 
I would for sure cancel. I think the hardest part about this is knowing how much of it is the client and how much of it is the agent. But I also think it doesn't matter that much because you, the client, get to choose who you work with. And if this is who you're choosing, yeah, you can fire your client, the client can. So if maybe it's the agent that's crazy. It has to be, my friend. Right. I, l- I like that you nobody, wanted to give them the benefit of the doubt. But nobody no. would say, yes, that's acceptable. A buyer Let's doesn't do understand that that's how the showing system works. Right. So the buyer cannot give you that idea, if you will. Right. I mean, like, there is just like, that is way black and white to me. Yeah. And I think I would have also made a phone call to that agent and been like, this is not cool. Mm-hmm. Your, your showings have all been canceled. And you know what? My seller doesn't even have to respond to your offer if they don't mm-hmm. want to. I mean, they can respond as rejected, mm-hmm. but this is not okay. I had a situation where our offer got accepted. Okay. I emailed the agent. It was a Friday. And I said, look, my buyer is actually out of town until mm-hmm. Monday. Is it okay if we drop off the deposit check Monday? Sure. Great. Sunday, I get a cancellation of the contract okay. from the listing agent, we've received a better offer. And because the contract (gasps) says that you have to deliver the deposit check, at this time it said immediately. Okay. We are canceling you. This was for your buyer? Uh Uh-huh. What did you do? I said, we will not be signing this cancellation. We reject your cancellation and we are resuming (laughs) with the contract. So you can take us to court if you'd like, but we're under contract right now and there is no cancellation. And so wow. we pushed through and what and won. And I mean, because I had it, I had, had it in writing. I guess though that shows I should have gotten an addendum signed that said. Now I think the email saved me and me not, you know, just being like okay, you know. But at the same time, right? I could have been a bad situation if it was like a really wealthy seller that wanted to hire an attorney to kick us out for five thousand more dollars or however much the yeah, other contract make any was. S- right. Yeah. I don't know. <gasps> Scary. I it, thought we were safe because I let her know and she said sure. She agreed. Yes. I would have also maybe brought that up and be like, hey, remember that time when you were like, Monday's <laughs> I did. I, fine. I brought that up. And I ended up calling her broker. Okay. And told the broker the situation and forwarded the email and the broker let her go from the company. Shut up. Mm-hmm. Oh, so much drama in this so episode. So much drama. <laughs> I know. Wow. They were like. I only called the broker because she she was still pushing back on trying to get this other offer in place. And, uh, I was and you like, were like, I'm not going to deal mm-hmm. with this. No. Oh, my God. So many things I need to ask you off air. <laughs> okay. I have another one. <laughs> Um, this is from one of our listeners, Katie, and she told me that I could share it. And um, basically, she sent, oh, shoot, I got to go find it again. It got lost. Um, all right. Keep talking about your outrageous behavior and I will find it. Mm. So another thing that I feel like is happening, too, is with inspections. Okay. Sellers just being like, no, <laughs> I'm not doing I politely anything. decline. I'm not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when we do get something, they are not wanting money off money towards closing costs. Okay. They are wanting it off the price because okay. everybody is so worried about appraisal right now. Okay. That they're like, I don't want to agree to closing costs. Okay. Because we have to get through this uh, um, appraisal. And if it's in. Cl- I yeah. know. That's what's tricky. Yeah. So I feel like. Do you have a tip? Buyers are, I think, just sticking to your guns because at the end of the day, they don't want to start over. Yeah. 
And just, uh, I don't think we're getting near as much as what we should be getting, but mm-hmm. at least trying to get something. Yeah. Something. And then in like a few years, all these people that have bought right now and had no repairs. <laughs> I know. Overpaid, no repairs in five years trying to sell it. I'm like, did you make those repairs? You better. Because we the need to. might be shifted by then. Yeah. Okay, I've got my story. Okay. Okay, this is the kind of a different angle, but I thought it was a good share for seller's market shenanigans. Katie said... I got an offer accepted. Great. Wait for it. (laughs) Because I responded to the listing agent. (laughs) What? She said, no one, all caps, else did when he called asking for date changes in a multiple offer situation. I answered his call, met his request, and told him we had an inspector on hold for Friday a.m. And we won. You need systems and you need to answer your phone, people. Oh, my gosh. I said, wow. Like, that is crazy. And this is what I said. Good for you. It's truly shocking how little it takes to be better than most other agents out there. Answer your phone. Literally, that's it. Especially from the listing agent of a property you just sent an offer for. Mm -mm. You better take that call. Yeah. No one else took the call. Whoa. So she just did what he wanted, and he was like, great, we'll take yours. You seem easy to work with. Thanks. I think we're going to get to the closing table with you. Right. Mm. That's kind of how I feel when I as the listing agent, when I send out the email to all the lenders yes. who I have the pre-approval like, letter who's from. Gonna work easy who's going to work Who's going to respond with a good answer and be polite? Um, this is the same test I use whenever I send a referral Mm. Like to an out-of-state agent, yeah. I'll email three to four agents and see how long it takes them to respond to email. Mm. Then I might leave a phone message and see how long. does Do they call back? Do they text? Like what happens? Right. It's a test. Yeah. Same. How are you to work with? Right. Are you excited? Are you going to grab this real quick? Mm-hmm. Are you going to respond? It's so crazy. Well, speaking of your situation, um, like we're not really getting – multiple offer notices as much as we used to. The sellers are just choosing. Well, no, and I don't, look, I will tell you on that particular instance, which is kind of ironic, she was the second offer. If I tell you verbally in an email, in a text, that you are not the first offer, Please bring your highest and best. I don't feel like it is necessary for me to also send you a sheet of paper that says what I have just told you. No. no, I just don't. No. Now, I did create the sheet of paper that said you're in a multiple offer situation and have my seller sign it to send back to offer number one. Okay. Because I wanted them to have the opportunity to change their offer, which they did and they won. Sure. So... Yes, the paper existed. I almost sent her a copy of that. Here, do you want this? I already told you. Mm -hmm. But I don't feel like the only person that you have an obligation, in my opinion, to tell after you've is number one, because they yeah. don't know. Right. They they don't know that there are other offers. So number one needs to know. Yeah. And then every, level playing field. And then everyone else should already know if I'm doing my job because I told them when they went to their showing or if they were submitting an offer, hey, we already have an offer. Yeah. Send your best. It's redundant for me to have to say, oh, here's a paper that says to send your best. Yes. Why didn't you send your best to start with? Right. You're not the first offer. Right. No room to negotiate right now. No. And I feel like this is a time when like your email is so important. And that's how people are communicating when it is time to um, professionally and formally notify someone. Because at 8 p.m. on any day of the week, maybe I just don't have the 
the capability to call 10 offers. Right. Uh, maybe I'm going to have to send a BCC'd email. Right. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I mean, I'm a human. Yeah. I, I don't have limitless time and energy. Mm-mm. That's what you get. Mm-hmm. Okay. What else? I'm also seeing a lot more where they are listing a house mm-hmm. and waiting, at, like say they listed on a Thursday, mm-hmm. all showings to take place on Sunday. Right. Which is technically illegal in our MLS. I think we have... <laughs> Twenty-four, forty-eight the hours rules are very. I know. Fishy. It's here. like these times are making us really have to look up what does the rule. What is the rule? What is the rule? Maybe we need to change that rule. Yeah. Um, okay. So they're pushing everyone off. Yes. Now I do think you can also create that system by say. Now you're totally allowed to say no offers will be re- reviewed until Sunday. Sure. But I think. In ours, you're supposed to I be allowed. I think you need to be, able to, be able to show. do the showing. Yeah. But so you list it on a Thursday and say, sh- you know, offers reviewed Sunday at five or Monday mm-hmm. at five, whatever it is. You put it in your business hours for heaven's sakes. Right. If you're the listing agent, you want to list it on a Thursday, Friday, say all offers reviewed Monday by Monday at four. Great. Mm-hmm. Live it up. Mm-hmm. All weekend. Just let Everybody it go. Everybody knows. Mm-hmm. And hopefully if they're worth their salt, they're going to at least shoot you a text or call and say, hey, do you actually have offers in? Sure. How many? I mean, okay. Are you still waiting? And, t- and also don't take the listing agent's word for it. Mm-hmm. Also ask. Are you still planning to wait until Monday at four to review or do I need to get it in there right? Like, yeah, because sellers also change their mind and agents aren't to blame. The seller got three offers and decided they didn't want to show anymore after Saturday. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, it's there. I've had plenty of times where I've had age, uh, my seller say, do we have to keep showing? I know we said tomorrow mm-hmm. at six o'clock, but they're like, we've got what we wanted. Yeah, we're, we're done. We're good. We don't right. really care to leave our house anymore. Well, right. At some point, if you've gotten over list and all the terms you want, success. That's great. We don't. Yes. We're done with this. Mm-hmm. So it, almost like you have to say all offers will be reviewed Monday at noon unless seller decides right. otherwise. Right. I mean, maybe it's, yeah. It's just hard. Look, it's never going to be a good idea to not go right away when a listing comes on the market that's perfect for your buyer. Right. In a seller's market. Mm-hmm. You got to get there. Mm-hmm. I mean, and just, I know it's hard. It's yeah. very, very hard. Okay. You also mentioned you're seeing, are you seeing more for sale by owner? Um. Yes. Okay. I am seeing a lot more for sale by owner. Um. Not all willing to work with an agent. Right. Well, they're like dollar dollar bill, y'all. Yes. They're like, we're going to get the most. Look at all the money. We're going to make the money. We're going to make all the money. Yeah. But I just don't understand the ones that won't even really work with a buyer's agent. Right. And then it was frustrating. I don't know. They're just everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then even the agents, there are a lot of people getting into the business and doing like discount services Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Because they don't know their values. So they feel like one, whatever percent, X percent is even if it's lower than everyone else is okay. Because I I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm not worth anything. I just started. Right, right. Uh, But some of them haven't just started. They're just not worth anything. We uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we you, right you pay a discount you get what you pay for never you do get more what you apparent than discount brokers right um we actually had an agent send the podcast a message she worked for a discount broker for a while yeah and said she would be happy to answer all of our questions about <gasps> discount brokers oh. and she would be happy to be interviewed and i was like 
She's coming from the other side. She did hundreds of transactions as a at a discount broker. I mean, she wasn't the broker, but she right. was. Yes. Oh. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Maybe Get the we'll, inside scoop. Right. Because she was like, I can tell you all the reasons why your clients should never use a discount broker. Oh, my gosh. I was like, great. We need that. That would be a good episode. Because I know. I know in my mind, but... It would be nice to hear like good hard facts from someone from that side. Sure. You know, because I know these I know these brokers feel like we're beating up on them or mm-hmm. like they're just doing what like I'm not against competition. I'm not. That's fine. But I also know my value and what I'm providing my clients. Mm-hmm. And if you don't provide equivalent value for your clients, it makes it harder for everyone. Right. It makes it harder for me to do my job if you it's just the same thing as if you're the buyer's agent on a for sale by owner. You're not doing half the work. You're doing twice the work while trying to navigate the legalities of not really representing the seller. Right. But getting it to closing because that's what your buyer wants. Yes. Plus typically getting paid less than you would if it had been a listed property while you're doing twice the work. And it's a lot. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. It is a lot. Um, I just don't. I don't know. I don't. All of that's hard something to deal I found with. interesting too because I had a client send me one um, from the for sale by owner website. Yes, and this title company in town that is very like <laughs> um, re- well very, known. Yeah, well known and catering to agents mm-hmm. has a big ad on the for sale by owner website oh, that yes. says we will walk you through the contract. No need to hire an agent. The ad might as well have say said screw you, agent. Right. We can do this. Right. You don't need them. You yeah, I'm like what? Typically, that's, that's the, who I'm not going to use anymore. That's the only way that those transactions get to the closing table is if a title company basically does, does the, the functions work. of the agents. Yeah, advising right because the clients don't know how to do any of it. No. Also, those websites typically pro- provide the forms like the contract oh, and yeah, yeah. addendums and the property disclosure. And I always have to laugh. I'm like, okay, well, you got your hands on the form. Who's yeah. going to help you fill it out? Right. How Good are you going to get your questions answered? Yeah. But that is annoying. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Super interesting. So go check out your local for sale by owner website and see, <laughs> see what lenders and title companies are on yeah, there encouraging got- the buyers. And if it's someone that you work with, I think you should ask them about it. Call them it. out. Yeah. Call them out. Because we're all in this together. We're all in the same right. industry supporting each other. I mean, like, I get that that is a method, probably a pretty decent one, too, for them to get business. But is it really worth it? Right. That's a lot of work. Well, if that's what you want to do, that's fine. But stop telling me I'm valuable. <laughs> right. Like, why are you trying You're to take me to coffee to me. if you don't. don't care to work with me? I don't want to go to your coffee. Right. Oh, my goodness gracious. Okay. Anything else that's on your really outrageous yeah. behavior? Well, we I'm really, all fired up now, Katie. We, we really launched right into that one. We're like, people <laughs> listen are, to what happened here. People are crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, they just, the market makes them frenzied. Yes. It's the, I'm going to blame it on the market. And hopefully these humans, these realtors will have better behavior in a le- more level time, but yeah. they need to get it raining in now. For sure. I can't deal with that. None of our listeners probably even remotely close to behave this way. Well, it's good to know that it's out there. Well, they're probably just nodding their heads and saying, <laughs> yep, yep, I've been, I've been there. All right, let's do a toast. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, this is from Lisa Stigliano. Oh, no, it's two Lisa's. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hi, ladies. 
Love the podcast. Okay. I have a toast. Okay. My toast is for my business partner, Sammy Hoffman. Okay, it's from Lisa. Okay. Okay, Sammy Hoffman. I met her in one of my first real estate training classes over six years ago, and it was like real estate love at first sight. Aww. And we have worked together ever since. That's kind of how she, we were. Oh, real estate love at first sight. We had lunch. That's right. And then we were like, yes. We are working together ever since. She is the most caring person I know and goes above and beyond for her clients, friends, and family. I feel so lucky to know and work with her. This is from Lisa Stigliano. And they're in Nashville. And and she's she sent it to me in an Instagram message. She said, she can't see this because she doesn't do Instagram. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> we both listen to every episode. Oh, my gosh. Does she I do love, Facebook, I wonder? I don't know, Sammy. We'll have to ask Sammy what she's doing. But all of a sudden, I'm having this, um, like, deja vu flashback moment. I'm like, did I already do this toast? No, I would remember. You would remember. Thank God. There has not been a love at first sight. No love at first sight so far? Nope. Okay, good. Great. Glad to hear it. So mm-hmm. there we go. We're toasting in Nashville to Sammy from Lisa. That's really sweet. That's so sweet. I like that you're eating your champagne gummies while we toast. They're delicious. You guys. Cheers. Cheers with our gummies. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all have an amazing day. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Hustle Humbly podcast. Let us know who we should toast to for the next episode. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Hustle Humbly Podcast. If you have an episode, topic, or question, please email us at hustlehumblypodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. See you next week. Bye. This is the good life.